it is pkn 137 all right um oh so before the show started <laughs> all right we were talking about, i was totally interested in this so right now i think if i if i'm on target with this the house and the senate mm-hmm. both signed a bill so it's going to the president i think that's where we are on it and uh it allows isps that's like your time warner your at&t like whoever you get your cable modem from to mm-hmm. sell your data and that that like your browsing activity so they're going to know like what pages you look in all the things you type all the search strings they're going to know like anything that happens in clear text uh, but, you know are you hanging on facebook are you hanging on youtube which videos you're watching all your browsing history can now be sold and of course there's advertisers who are just chomping at the bit to uh you know to get this kind of information i was talking about it with taylor taylor has a marketing degree and some expertise in this that i don't and and i'm like man like my initial reaction is this is disgusting. This is real person. This is pretty much wiretapping my phone. It's a modern day phone calls, wiretaps that are getting sold to advertisers to figure out what I might want to do. Like it's, it's there. It's everything about me, my, and, and probably a lot of people, your browsing activity, but we need, right. We need our, we need our own ISP. Mm. Like, so we can we need, sell data. We need, we need privacy <laughs> ISP. And like, like, we don't sell your shit. Like, like, we don't care what you're up to. Dark web, deep web, kitty porn. Like, we keep your shit private. That's well, what we do here. Tick it back like two on that dial. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. See, see, you tick it back, we don't get any headlines. <laughs> yeah, this, way, all this way, everybody's talking about us. And then the moderates move to our side. So, what side. did you this, name this, the company? Um, privacy. Them. The privacy ISP. Oh, no, I was going just, with shh, PKA ISP. Yeah. Sure, that, okay. That'd be PKIPS. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice acronym. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, I, maybe yeah, maybe the child porn thing goes a little far, Kyle. But I know that you you're you know very black and white, all or nothing. Only if it's animated. <laughs> Only yeah. animated kitty porn. That's I'm, all we let through dude, the PKA ISPs. I'm super interested in what Trump is going to do with this bill. Right. And, and he hasn't talked about vetoing it or anything, but I have like, like, oh, he ran on this. I am the politician for the people print. You know, that, that was one of the things he said when he uh, did his inauguration speech. So much of it was like the people are taking back the White House, etc. This, in my mind anyway, is a real defining moment on whether he's one of those corporate sellout politicians where you, you know, time Warner just donates money to your campaign and then you vote for things that make them mm-hmm. money or, and, and the whole thing about Trump not being beholden to these special interests, to my knowledge, he's not on this one. I mean, like they added yeah. up the total amount of lobbying dollars that the, mm-hmm. uh, that, that had been pushed to like get this thing through. It's only like $9 million. It immediately right? made me start thinking like shit, Reddit would have came up with 9 million if we could have pushed a politician. I, I was thinking about that exact same wanted. thing like, that like, like the amount I saw that one person got bribed for like 650 grand. Yeah, and I, I saw was that. like, it, it's almost baffling where it's like, holy shit, that is so much given away for this little pittance. Like, honestly, if you're a senator or in the house or whatever the fuck, if you started a Patreon page with goals <laughs> at I will vote how you want it, you will rake in so much fucking yeah. more than than these lobbyists, nickel yeah. and diamond. Welcome you. to Rand what Taylor's saying. Full Patreon page. I, I so totally like so six hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars is a lot of money. But with regards to the value of what they're getting here, oh my gosh, oh my gosh! Like politicians are so cheap. They're cheap. Oh, it's unbelievable. The return they on investment is outrageous. It is like they they sold their soul to learn how to play the fucking. Uh, 
banjo or whatever the hell it was. Uh, <laughs> my brother, where are fiddle? Yeah, like they, it's so <laughs> little of a return that it's almost insulting. That it's like, God damn it! Like if you had taken a twenty million dollar bribe, I'd be like, All right, what you I gonna might do? have trouble yeah. going there. Yeah, six hundred and fifty grand. It's like you make a third of that in the year. Like you're gonna be fine. Like, I, I don't know. It's just uh, this is maybe a stupid tech question. Does a VPN affect this at all? It like, does. If you go, it does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you're Going through a VPN, so a VPN does two things, uh, but basically to the ISP, it just looks like you're talking to a VPN, and then all that things that you're saying to it are encrypted. So without a VPN, it looks like you're talking to Facebook and YouTube and you know childporn.com. With one, you're just talking to a VPN, and everything you're saying is garbled. So okay, it would be a way sense. to get your privacy back. Yeah, I bet those are gonna. I mean, you can already go and buy those for like a couple bucks a month. Those yeah, are probably exploding. I remember when when they were talking about unlocking the San Bernardino I, iPhone, which they eventually did. For, they found a third party company to do for an undisclosed amount. We still don't know who did it or how much it cost to get done. Our government just found someone somewhere who did it for some money. That's all we know. Um, so whenever that happened, there was talk of like, oh shit. Well, the iPhone and the Android are crap now if you have anything you want to keep private. And so I, there was there was a company advertising um, the, these phones, which their main sale, selling feature was that they were encrypted to some X amount of digits, right? Some some uncrackable amount of encryption. Like, oh, yeah, you, can, you fucking text your mom and, and, you know, Bush couldn't get in here if he wanted to. You know, nobody can get in here. Um, so, so maybe something like this will come along for ISPs because there are people who value their privacy who aren't criminals or like doing something nefarious. They're just like, you know, it's it's my private business. I hope they shoot it down because it seems like uh, every couple years there's a new thing where it's like, hey, we're losing some more internet freedom, and every time there's a big hullabaloo, and in the end it's just like, ah, we're doing it anyway. <laughs> and then they just do it. Like the last, it seems like the last, like maybe I'm being hyperbolic, but it seems like the last like four or five times that one of these big bills got brought up, the whole internet's like, this is ridiculous, we're going to riot. And they're like, actually, nope, now fucking <laughs> Amazon can know all this about you. And people are like, well, you know, I do buy a lot what? from Amazon. <laughs> well, well, beat, my like, Amazon purchases will be more streamlined was it than, hey. Copa or SOPA or something? It was a big Hippa. deal. HIPAA and SOPA, I Hip think. That was a few yeah. years back. HIPAA, I only know of that as the medical one, right? But that, Yeah, that's HIPAA. PIPA, P-I-P-A is oh, uh, what is, it was, I think. Um, but I remember that got defeated, and then like, they like, instantly they're like, oh, yeah, I know you didn't like SOPA. Check out COPPA. And it's like the yeah. same <laughs> fucking thing. And everyone was like, what? No, it's the same thing. And then that got down, and probably when I wasn't looking, it got passed. I don't they know. Probably, all they do yeah. is like, they're like, all right. We tried to be a little too straightforward. We're going to put something in here about being against child rape and child porn. And then anyone who's against it is a pedophile. Okay? Yeah. Everybody on board? All right. Great. <laughs> like, it's, it's I, so... God, oh, anytime I see a bill named, like, the Anti-Child Pornography Act or the Anti-Savage Beatings for the Homeless Proposition <laughs> or whatever mm -hmm. it is, it's like, no, that, that's not what it's about. It doesn't take you 600 pages to say, if you see a homeless guy, don't savagely beat him for fun. Like, I gave a hobo some money the other day. Did you? Yeah, he, he looked like too. he needed it. I gave I, him a 20. I, I reached above my uh, my visor, and I knew there was cash there, and that there was like a 10 and a 20 I knew, and I was just like, hey, we'll play a little game here. Whichever one I grab, he gets, and I, and I grabbed the 20, and 
he was like a toothless veteran and he was like oh thank you young man oh dude I, he was like rubbing it in his hand like to make sure it was real or maybe so bad like, for those vets i didn't yeah. give money to so a homeless like, family recently yeah. it's like family's yeah. homeless and their sign oh, had gr grammatical errors which i didn't like and uh but uh, actually more it said their family <laughs> was stranged like the past yeah. tense of strange I didn't even know what they were trying to get at. What is it strangled? Is it estranged? No. Like what is it? <laughs> yeah, I, I consider it estranged. There's definitely no E and it seems I, I don't know what they uh -uh. but they're And that wouldn't help narrow it down that much anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. Like what and, do you have a, a whole he's like, other... No no no, my family's just strange. I need some yeah, money. Yeah. But past <laughs> tense. They used to be strange. They're stranged. And uh and I'm like, so I don't know what I don't know how these poor guys got stranged. Um, yes. but, yeah, that's a that's a bad message he's throwing out there. Yeah. You got to have something good on that sign. When but, I see that sign, the, and it says like helpless, homeless, desperate, hungry. When they write that they're hungry, that's uh -huh. what that's what this that's what this guy's sign said. It said, <coughs> you know, homeless veteran need help with so, three lines under it, and underneath that it said hungry with three lines under that. And I was like, I, oh, I, I don't I, pay I, any I, attention to their signs. I pay. 100% attention to their shoes and the mm. the way their shoes look because if there is any kind of clever message on that whatsoever they're probably not that homeless they're probably low level homeless where <laughs> they, they're just like out there yeah, kind of trying look. to get shit they're, they're going to go back to their actual house yeah. later that night if you see like a dejected guy where the shoes look so old and it's just worn through and you can tell and the pants there's a there's a look that pants get when you've worn them for so long that it's never had the chance to reform those lines that you get when you fold <laughs> them up and it just looks amorphous exactly and so you can tell from that. And those people, it'll just say, foo, on their <laughs> sign. Because they ran out of energy at D, and they're laying there. That was just, I hope, I hope these people can infer what I want. And, and they the couple something. I passed, the, there was a mom and a son. The son was like 22, I'll say. The mom was yeah. like 46. They both looked so capable of working. And, and I, I'm not... I, I, the, they are. They're the, Epstein Barr. Unless they're a little too strange. <laughs> I, I I was just like, like I was looking at him and I'm like something about the family kind of was heart grabbing but it was just like dude you are so obviously able to work just like fuck. that's a real thing is like if you look and you see like a homeless group where it's like uh, a, a dad you have to assume and then some little boy or little girl and then a mom or whatever it's always unless they look super like fucked up you have to wonder, like, what the hell's going on here? Like, you look like you're, like, 36 and fine, other than being stranged. Mm -hmm. yeah. Does that mean you didn't want, like, Subway was hiring, but you thought I might you never make more know. an there hour be, on this corner? You know, I, I always hear that statistic. They're like, X amount of Americans this age or that age don't have $400 or $1,700 or whatever statistic they throw out there to make it look yeah. the most impressive, you know, however they've yeah. been the numbers Can't around. Can't come up with a grand, yeah. But, but, like, imagine if you're that 36-year, I'm just trying, I'm inventing a scenario, you know, yeah. like, like, what if his fucking house just burnt down and this guy couldn't afford home insurance? And when his house burnt down, his house burnt down. And now he's just like, well, my that is why. My house. He's that like, is... I had $600 and it was in there in a big jar in quarter form. That I hope Taylor's seat. about to say that is why you don't make houses out of cardboard. Go. No, I was, <laughs> was going to say, this is why we need... Bernie Sanders in there making sure that home insurance companies cannot refuse the pre-existing condition of your house already have being burned down. If you if you assume that insurance is a just-in-case scenario 
and not a purchasing of goods outright, then you would agree with me entirely. Like, <laughs> but yeah, really, why don't? But uh, I, I don't have a sympathy for that guy. His house burned down, and he just didn't give enough of a fuck to have home insurance. Maybe he couldn't afford the home insurance. Maybe then he, he shouldn't have a home. So on the edge that yeah. Well, look, I, I'm not saying that he's if he had made the best decision at every turn of the path, he wouldn't be in the scenario. <laughs> of course, if this were fucking Bill Gates over yeah, there, really thinking asleep, it smoking. out, like turn into Wozniak. Like, what do you think, man? Should I? <laughs> Should I should I take this mortgage? Can I? I don't think you can afford the payments, Bill. Let's let's rent for a little longer. Like that didn't happen. Like, like he got here. Yeah. He's there. You know when you buy happen. a car, a smart person will look up how much the insurance is going to cost. Because you know you mm. might be like, hey, you know, it it turns out a Camaro and uh, something else are about the same price, and the insurance can really be a differentiator. Oh yeah. I did not look at how much home insurance was when I bought this place. I didn't know how much do you think it costs. Let me guess. Hang on. Uh -huh. Now. now do you, what is, is it covered? Do you have flood too? Right now we're talking about like per monthly or no like flood, but it's like not a pay? risk. Uh, monthly, I was going on monthly cost. Oh, I was asking because I, I know in areas with floods that makes it way more expensive because flood uh, damage is so. I, we're like I, on gonna, top of the I'm hill. I'm gonna good guess on this, man. It's is it thirty five to forty five hundred? No, that's crazy. That's too much. It can't be. Is it? Is it? I bet it's four thousand grand a month. Like how much? No, no, not a month. No, not a month. It, it's between five and six hundred a month. Okay. And yeah. I'm just like, you know, that's like, we. That's not that, negligible. That's not too far from a mortgage. Every six months. I'm just doing you know? the math in my head. I'm, I'm like, yeah, that, that's a mortgage if you lived in a, a yeah. shitty, shittier house. Yeah. yeah. My, I mean, my last mortgage was, I think when we we refinanced it to go down to fifteen years. I think at that point it was like twelve hundred a month or something, and now we're at that almost in insurance. Well, half of that in insurance. I was just like, huh? It's like kind of yeah. like having a mortgage. <laughs> is there any way to get around that? Like, like, is there any way to like make your house safer and now your insurance costs less? Like, like, could you put in a special kind of wiring, for example, and now you, your your insurance company's like, oh well, shit, you've got super duper wiring. Well, those houses never burn, and it's like, oh, you've got yeah, that you, insulation. Well, that's fire retardant. You definitely can do that. Yeah, you can, um, hmm. if you go to, like, the, uh, what is it called? I guess just inspector, like, the inspector who comes by, like, when you're trying to sell a house, and they'll be like, hey, it turns out you need to fucking replace this enormously expensive thing. If I know at least sometimes, because I've known people who flip houses, that you can have them come in and do, like, all of the safety tippity-top stuff where it's like, oh, your fucking water heater is in this way and form and, and set up this way, so that's way less likely that it's going to burst and do stuff down here. Oh, this insulation here, way easier. This, whatever the fuck, uh, the unburnable carpet, that's an invention. Let's start that. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, you can actually make it cheaper, and then it's a selling point of being like, hey, this is probably nothing is going to happen that much, you know? It's as safe as it can I be. But I remember I how much the inspector was just like, you know, oh, yeah, all right, fireplace, fireplace, fire. And at one point she's like, how many fireplaces? Are there five fireplaces? <laughs> and uh, I think that was part of why it was so expensive. Five <laughs> uh, your insurance is going up oh. since this is now technically a manor. Let me throw it. Uh, why, <laughs> why does this room I, have two fireplaces? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know how much you utilize as fireplaces, but it might be as simple as like if you put like a, a metal a piece of sheet metal in there, and we're like, oh, these are non-active fireplaces. Mm. And then it's placed, and, 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 and then if you want to put a fire in there, just be like, oh, we'll make it active tonight. And we'll <laughs> plug it back. But if the house ever burns down, get the fuck in there and put that thing back in the fireplace, because they're coming in to look around. Yeah, <laughs> you got your they pay out, they're coming in to look around before they pay that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we used two of them ash. a lot. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, I really want to know if Trump is going to sign this 
like I'll call it an anti-privacy bill because yeah. uh, I don't feel like he's beholden to AT&T and Time Warner. You know, he I hope he, is it really up to him? Like yes. who, who who is the big guy championing this? Like, do we know? Like, it's, all, who, it's through the House and the Senate, I think. So it literally just needs a presidential signature or veto. I just mean like, was there like one politician, like some Republican mm. or Democrat somewhere, who was like championing like this was their thing? Do we know who it is? So, Kyle, do you know? There were like 256 because because you know they they put a list of them in the in the New York Times. You know, that's, like these are the people who sold you out, America. That's the vote that people. That's the the people voted yes on it. Um, but usually there's like a couple of people whose name is on the bill or they sponsor the bill. Yeah. yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. whose name is on the bill, but huh. um, probably North Carolinians because they're the biggest fuckers in the country right now. North <laughs> probably Kyle? some Florida man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kyle. I, I interrupted you. No, no. Um, the, I uh, want to talk about. I wanted to talk about your paramotor race, but should we save that for hmm. PKA? Because I got a feeling that's a good story. I wasn't going to ask about it because I, I figured to save it for PKA. I almost but would I rather tell it here. Because um, we tracked you online. The challenge so, is, I, so I partnered up with someone who has less paramotor experience than me. And my thought process was like, all right, well, one, I needed a partner, right? There's, there's a race division and an adventure division, right? The race division guys are hardcore, tons of respect for them. They're like the guys that did it are like paramotoring royalty that, you know, like people there like, oh yeah, when I'm not doing this, I'm out filming for fucking Red Bull in Vietnam, you know, crashing paramotors into each other over the water, a literal thing. And, uh, um, so, so those are like the race guys. I was in the adventure division. There weren't that many people in it, fewer than I expected. So it was three and six in the two divisions, six in mine. Um, only one guy finished the adventure division, like if, whatever you call finish, but that was me. Um, the, a couple of them saw the weather conditions and were just like, pop smoke, you know, get the fuck out. It's, it's you know, too scary. Okay, so now we went from six to like four. Uh, one guy quit like right away. Another guy, uh, he ended up joining up with us and he crashed on takeoff. So he was out and then was it a bad crash? Like, was he injured? I was, no, he, he was really mad. Uh, he had a very expensive paramotor, like 20 grand. And it was, I, I I heard it was just a total yard sale. Was it a trike or one more like yours? It was more like mine, but, uh, it, like it, it's all like custom That's... form carbon fiber fit in his body Ooh. and stuff and, and he, uh, he, he's the nightwing holy shit <laughs> yeah uh actually i wouldn't trade with him i feel like his paramotor was the coolest one back in like, clearly it's the most fragile one which is not a, uh, a winning <laughs> or maybe feature. he just Dude, wasn't that good it's at so it. expensive like, avoiding radar detection is not your number one goal <laughs> when you break no. a piece on it like that piece Woody is birds. too grand and anyway so he was very upset he looked like he was um professionally successful in whatever he did like just going by mm-hmm. his truck and his trailer and his paramotor so <coughs> i imagine that he's okay but so then it was just Lara, laura and i and um uh it was the last leg of the thing like we what would happen is like she she broke so we like drove to the next thing instead of fly there and then we went to like launch from there but we got split up so we landed out and then um, we went to, we like drove again when we couldn't fly that leg. And then we were going to fly into the end and, uh, she broke again and I flew back and there was a trophy for the, um, the like adventure winner. 
And I had it in my head that it might be mine. Like, I am the only <laughs> finisher. You know, I know I drove a bunch, but like everyone else is broken uh-huh. or quit. I'm here. This <laughs> kind of victory. I'm here. That's all that matters. All races are races of attrition. So uh, um, uh, they gave it to her. And uh, she won. For Wait, what? Why did they give it to her? It said, like, Adventure Division Race winner. And they're like, this is really for whoever exhibits the spirit of the race division the most. Oh, my God. Did you say... Um, I'm a, I'm in my forties and <laughs> I didn't get free trophies back then. I missed that whole area and now I win the trophy and you're giving it to someone else to make them feel better. And you didn't bring two trophies. Is that correct? Okay. <laughs> Not so a then, no. <laughs> a I got nothing. Framed plaque. A merit. <laughs> so like a cartoon paramotoring guy, like in red and blue in the top corner. Like, I have my memories. That's, that's honestly pissing me off a little bit. That she got the trophy <laughs> when you were the only one who finished. Like, was it just how? Good God! Like, if participation trophies for soccer in like kindergarten are bad, if I saw through those when they handed it to me, what does this adult think as they hand her she, this big trophy? Like, she, is she looked thinking, at me. Oh my God! And, they think I'm retarded. She was like, I feel like I should split it with you. And I was like, no, no, you're fine. You should have taken it and <laughs> smashed it too right no, there. No, this yeah, trophy, it was, made, it was made of like quarter inch steel. It was like laser cut. And it was, uh, it, it stood up. Like it wasn't just a plaque. It was like a trophy. I would love to put that thing uh, in Oh there my God. I would what? really I have liked so to have had. more to you than this girl. I won't disparage her in any way. But, yeah, but, woman, but right, she's right. not putting that on her mantle. She's not displaying that for hundreds of thousands oh. to see. No. This you, is terrible. You know what should have happened is the guy who gave out the trophies should have been there listening. And then when she said, I feel like we should just split it. And you said, oh, no, no, no. I'd rather you have it than any harm come to the trophy. <laughs> then he would say, aha, only the true race winner would want to see the trophy whole than to take half for themselves. And then she would, he would take it from that stupid bitch and she'd go, oh, I've no, been Solomon. Nice. And then, and then. So that's how the race went down. But um, <laughs> all the trophy stuff aside, like it was, a, it was a pretty good experience for me. Like I, I flew in rough. Dude, I, I put up a video on Friday. I'm sure you guys didn't see it, but I'll, I'll reenact it. Oh fuck! Oh my god! Oh, it's so bumpy out here! Oh my god! Calm down, Woody. Calm down. Shit that freaked me out. Like before the race, I'm now flying like hands on my lap, f- like reading my phone. You know, like is, I. Is there ever a time during the race where you had to like? resign yourself to like i'm gonna crash like i'm gonna crash and there's no way getting around it and then you get out of it and you do like that you know like when you're in traffic and you have to take a shit but you get that one <coughs> final pressure leaving gurgle and you're like all right i'm on my last leg now but i got some time first like, leg of the race um we're flying and we're flying and i'm fast I'm, I'm flying with laura and i'm faster than her right so she's going and i'm like faster loop around loop around does that make any sense and uh i'm running out of fuel and I'm like, like, I know that I'm low on fuel. I'm sure of it. I get my phone. I'm like taking a picture of my gas tank back there because I can't see it. <laughs> and I look at it and I'm like, that's like. Just, I mean, I can just imagine like, am I out of fuel? <laughs> ah! Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, at least I've got my trusty backup mirror. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I look at it and I have like 10 minutes of fuel. And that's when I make the decision like, all right, 
I'm going to stop flying with her because I'm out of gas, right? Yeah. Like I've got a real problem here and I'm going to go straight to the gas stop and we'll, um, we'll meet up there. The thing is we had like at this point, they moved the checkpoint a little bit. So that's two waypoints on my map. And then there were two gas stations nearby. So there's four waypoints all cluttered together. And this is the area where I, I, need them, I needed the most improvement, the planning, the trip. I somehow thought like more information was good. No, no, I don't know which one of these fucking dots is a gas stop. I'm very confused. So I just beeline for one that I think is a place to stop and run out of gas in mid-flight. And... Uh, so now I'm like, no, 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 no. I try to start it. It starts, but it runs for like five, 10 seconds. And I'm just, I'm out of fuel. There's, there's no fuel left. So I have to land. There's a field and a field and like a row of trees in between. And I want to clear these trees because I can see a road over there. And if there's a road, I can be rescued. Someone can bring fuel to me and stuff like that. And I'm coming at the trees and I'm just like, I, even now, as I reevaluate it, I think I had a 50-50 shot of clearing the trees, right? <laughs> which was not good enough, right? For aviation stuff, you really want to be pretty sure that it's going to be You got to have okay. one of those James Bond type pull up at <laughs> the last second instead of hitting the, uh, the cliff face kind of moments so, to get over. So I, um, rather than <laughs> risk hitting the trees, I turn around and I land downwind. And it's windy. It's the windiest day I've ever flown in my life up to this point, up until the, the day that followed it. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, so the wind's going like 15 miles an hour as a tailwind and I'm already landing at like 10, maybe Yeah. I don't really run 25 miles an hour. So, no. uh, very yeah. few do. <laughs> so I come in and I put my, my shoes what out, like they're skis and I, I'm sliding like across the, and I didn't realize how fast I was going until I got to the ground, you know, cause at like whatever, even 200 feet, you're like, oh, I'm moving along fine, but yeah, what gliding. at it's six hell. feet, like everything's moving at Mach one. Yep. And, uh, I kind of skied to slow down and then I started running and, uh, I almost did it perfect. I, I kind of took a knee, like, you know, like ran, 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 and then like landed on a knee and I was unhurt and my equipment was undamaged. So that was fine. But yeah, you asked, was there like a scary time? Yeah. I, when I ran Fuck. it, and then I land, and uh, it's it, cows everywhere. There's cow fields. <laughs> oh, dude. So, and it was the longest walk. It might have been three quarters of a mile. I carry my wing back, and then, <laughs> like, then as I'm carrying my wing back, our, oh, um, so <laughs> our support driver, I see him driving my truck. He stops. I take my truck, and I retrieve the motor. And as I come back, there's a cop there. This cop was the biggest asshole ever huge asshole like I, I i later found out so he talked to my my driver and he was like yelling at him you know like calling him names and, and just giving him a hard time even though we're being real kind of like we're backing down concil conciliatory is that the right word conciliatory but uh um so i'm, I'm just kind of being beta with this guy because you know he's like yeah what you're doing now he's got a gun and, and yeah. sometimes they want, want to use it for no and he can reason. he can just ruin your day <laughs> exactly yeah. like for example um it's not trespassing if you emergency land on somebody's property it's in the like, the faa defines this and and there are exceptions to it and um so like, I'm, I'm like, look, I ran out of fuel. I'm pointing to a paramotor with no gas in it. And it's like, this wasn't the plan. I was trying to make it to the gas stop. Everything's gone a little crooked today. 
And uh, he's like, what you doing right now is called trespassing. And I was like, I didn't intend to. You know, I won't be doing it again. You'll never see me again. You know, like this isn't, this isn't the plan. We're in the, the world's hardest air race. And, uh, but yeah, dude, so when he talked to my, <laughs> when he talked to my, um, like, friend, you know, the guy who was driving my truck, yeah. after that, he sees me coming. So he goes to his truck and he puts on, like, his sheriff's badge and it's hanging as a necklace. He puts on his gun, so he got in costume to give me shit, and uh, and like there was nothing I could say that would seem to like settle him down. Like to me, like if I'm mad at someone, and then they're like, Ugh, "I'm so sorry, I accidentally dropped out of the sky when I when my plane ran out of fuel. I did no damage to the land. I'm just trying to leave. Uh, you land on your feet. It's not like you fucking." set a Cessna down in somebody's like rose garden or right. something like like you didn't just decimate an acre of corn you no didn't hit a cow. I didn't yeah. hit a cow yeah yeah and he was just not having it and uh <laughs> so the thing is when I put my paramotor in the back of the truck I removed two things like a a big bin full of sleeping bags and tents and stuff and some another one like a milk crate filled with oil and like 20 minutes later I realized it was still out there so we had to walk back and forth. Like my watch, it was 25,000 steps. <laughs> like that's how many <laughs> steps I did. It was so much work. Well, uh, how, how many times during that whole couple hour long endeavor, I assume, did you say, this was such a stupid fucking idea. Why um, did I do this? It was so fucking stupid. So I, fucking stupid. I'm never doing this again. I'm just, I, I have my own place I can fly and I'm going to fly there. <laughs> Like, Not at all. I was like, like, so it's the Icarus race, right? It's like, it's supposed to be the world's hardest air race. And, and I, I think about that. I'm like, really? Well, actually, like, air races are probably all pretty easy in general. <laughs> you know, they just sit there and fly. So this yeah, might be the hardest one. Balloon, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's the world's hardest air race. And I landed in a cow field when I ran out of fuel and I had to retrieve my equipment and a cop yelled at me. And I'm like... This is the spirit of the Icarus. Like, I, the, this is what it was supposed to be. There was another guy. So the first day was super windy, and uh, seven of the nine people decided not to fly that day. Two guys did. One guy flew for 20 minutes and then landed. And you and, did not fly that day. Right. Uh, one guy flew for about 20 minutes and landed, and he's a very good pilot. You know, light years better than me. He's an instructor. He's, he ended up getting second place in the race. But he landed because it was too dangerous, and... Um, you should see the like he landed at a like alligator park and okay. uh yeah but like he made friends with the people that worked there they sat him on an airboat and acted <laughs> oh, like I his paramotor was fueling it they, they, they put him on like you know those like like old timey signs where you like pose or whatever yeah, they had him yeah. on a tree branch it was of course there was like a fake background behind him with alligators snapping at his feet and a sign that said help but he's wearing his paramotor like he's stuck in a tree yeah, it was the funny. greatest para picture ever he landed over there amongst some people who thought it was a great thing that he'd landed and you landed over there next to this douchebag <laughs> yes 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 but i thought he had like a cool icarus experience too you know yeah. like and he slept overnight there apparently there's like six hundred horsepower airboats keeping him up all night as he used his wow. wing as a blanket and uh like because the race division they're unsupported so they have to yeah, just yeah. you know they didn't have any deal with gear it. yeah do you think like the gator farmer saw him coming in and was like 
a little disappointed when he didn't crash in. Like, <laughs> a little free well, food. It's Peter like Pond. we're feeding the gators again today. I thought we'd say a little food on the money I'm feed. <laughs> it was have like you ever a, been to one of those places? This was a like, tourist trap. I don't, I don't know if it's what Kyle's thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went to one where you can't miss it if you've driven through Florida. I, I wish I could remember the name, but in the front, they have an enormous, like, gigantic fiberglass, I guess, alligator mouth. And I mean, it's, it's huge. It's big enough to stand in. It's big enough to like drive a car up. It's the size of a car. And I think it's the whole head. And maybe maybe it's more of the gator. It's huge. It's this thing. You go in there and they've got a fucking pond full of alligators. And there's not much keeping a person from just hopping right in if you wanted. Um, I mean, I mean, just a little like chest high fence with like chicken wire. Uh, you could just hop right in there if you wanted. And they even had people out on like uh, boats in the gator pond like... So they can get a real good close look at these things, and they're like feeding them chunks of raw chicken and stuff, throwing them in there. And but they had all kinds of animals in this place. They had wolves and I don't know anything and everything you can imagine. This is a all, restaurant, all kind of, or no, this is no, it's okay. like a you, it's like a I, gator wildlife I, adventure. When I flew, I flew over an alligator. Huh. Like there was a every time there was a body of water, I was kind of on the lookout for them. Uh, partly because I think they're really neat, but partly because I'm kind of nervous. And if there's an engine out or something, I'd like to know if there's gators. Don't and uh, yeah, there was a. It wasn't even that big. Like it was, a, I'll call it a medium-sized gator. Maybe it's, you know, numbers dictate that I'll probably find Enough an average-sized gator. Yeah, that was a the thing. They're like, ah, oh, that gator was like, you know, seven feet long at the most. And I used to say that about sharks. Like, dude. Even a four-foot shark, right? That takes off like half a foot, unacceptable loss. Nobody would yeah. ever say, oh, did you hear Tony got hit by a car? Yeah, but it was a smart car. Like, <laughs> right? Like, no, right. that's still fuck you up. Like, <laughs> the well, they might say you that. You put Brock Lesnar there, and you hit him with a smart car going 22 miles an hour, and that's a guy whose career is over. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like man versus machine is not good, and even more so. Like, the scary thing about reptiles, too, is like, if, if you saw like a big cat or something like that, you could almost bank on like, okay, I got this big thing on my back. It's going to be smart enough to be like, I've never seen this before. Oh, yeah. I'm going to dial back, see what yeah. happens. And honestly, I'm probably just going to go for smaller food because I'm a cat. Yeah, the cat reptiles would be terrified. Are so, reptiles are so stupid that they don't have the capacity to reconsider not attacking you. Dude, they are going to attack you. The, they don't know that alligator has no idea it's sitting in the sun. It has no idea it even turned to bite you. It's just an autopilot. The machine. locals would disagree with you. If I had a quarter for every time they told me it's more scared of you than you are of it, I'd have like three bucks just from this weekend. And I'm like, no, no, it's more scared of me than I am of it. You dramatically underestimate how scared I am of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snuck up behind me and I turned around and I had the capacity to go like, <sighs> like a, an actual ape and just beat it to death they'd be like yeah for good reason they're afraid of us we're very strong bipedal apes only gorillas are more powerful but no we're the weakest apes like thank god they're as dumb as they are they'd attack us a lot more because yeah, they'd be know, invading like, our towns and cities apparently soft that monkeys. response is the wrong they were telling me how to deal with alligators they're like if you see an alligator don't charge it. Don't make a noise. Don't like charge try to it. intimidate oh, it. Okay. Right. Don't yeah. try to rape it either. They, they say, they yeah, it. they're like, they just observe it that's and go the do. other way. And that's, that's apparently how you handle an alligator according to the locals. But, um, yeah, so we were, there were tons of alligator infested lakes and oh my God. So like the first checkpoint was on the edge of a, of a really big lake. So I was like, ah, oh, cool. That's a good landmark. 
It is not a good landmark in Florida. The whole fucking place is lakes and swamps. We flew over so many lakes and swamps. Like I, I, it looked I, like the guys who were like professionals, though, mm-hmm. they took these beelines when they were going from point to point. It was like, and they would even like, like the way that they, they would, they flew, one guy flew over the water with the lake. Like he didn't like yeah. bisect the lake, which would have been the most expedient path, but he flew over the, the water. Like while cut he, the edge he, off and stuff. Yeah, he cut the edge off. He, and he, they he were low too. Land over there. Uh, they were, so... Some people were flying like nap of the earth, like ooh, telephone pole popping up coming down the whole way because they felt like the wind was lighter. Another guy, if I remember right, discovered a, a tailwind at like 5,000 feet. So he's way up there, just like cloud riding, you know, catching thermals and stuff. There was one guy, Curtis. I liked him a lot. I, I'm going to talk about the other competitors in a second. But um, like my paramotor flies for two hours. That's how long it took me to run out of gas. This guy, through what I can only assume is black magic, flies for like seven and a half hours at a time his hobby is to make a triangle when he flies like his flight path and that triangle should be as large as possible and Mm. uh that that's like that's what he likes to do so he took a day you know the first day when i said only two people flew he didn't fly uh we went to the beach and played with stuff and um uh so on day two he caught up to both of the leaders he had motor trouble now, I'm not saying he would have won. It's really hard because the other two were, were, like, legit as well. But he joined them. He led the race at one point. And, again, leading the race is tricky. Maybe he had led with an empty tank and the other guys had just re- – I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. Um, he was in the lead, obviously in the race, and he had motor trouble. And it would have been neat to yeah, see like if – yeah. Uh, like in NASCAR when you lead a couple la- – like, everybody goes into pits mm-hmm. to, to pit, and you're like, oh, just stay out. We need the points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so That's how it works. You know, you lead a lap, you get a point or whatever, and, like, those add up over the course of a season. And, you know, they, that's how they keep a race team going. Plus, you get on like, TV You're going to win. Stuff. Just stay out there and get your points. Yeah, if I'm in 16th and I can lead for a few laps, then that might get yeah. coverage for my sponsors. The um, Some of the people in this were, like, paramotoring royalty. And I was so happy with how nice they were, you know, like I remember I said we went to the beach like I I just hopped in the car with them and they uh, they were like paragliding off this high wind like basically the the sand went up a lot. And so when the wind blew against it, it went up and they were just flying back and forth, you know. Paragliding. I've seen videos of that sort of thing where, like, okay. in badly, the guy, the, the, the guy's like flying a little, and you're like, "Wow, look at him! He's like 12, 15 feet off the ground." And then it's like, Ooh. and it's like he's eighty feet off, hundred and twenty <laughs> yeah. at least. And then, and then you see him just getting—he's more sideways than he is up and down. And you just see him getting taken away. It's like, oh shit! I don't think he's coming back. That, I, that seems like I the like these guys' thing odds, ever. though. They're they're very good, and I was just I was happy they were so nice to me. You know, like I was talking about wings and stuff that they've tried, and and Matt Maynard in particular, another paramotoring royalty type guy. All of his stories started with like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing this one thing in Cambodia for like Red Bull, or oh, right, right, right. I I was working with like Ford in Nicaragua, and we did something else, and and he he's been everywhere. They just they. I don't know. He was in a pair of Devin Supertramp videos. Um, so, yeah, like when you need someone to do cool shit. Oh, they, he was on a, a TV series. It hasn't been released yet, but it was all paramotoring. And he's like, it, went, it was going really well and stuff. He's like, but it's TV, so you need some drama, right? So there's three people, paramotorists in it. And he talks with one, but not the other. He's like, we should totally crash. So in paramotoring, there's a thing where you fly next to each other and touch wingtips. 
He's like, we should do that. But instead of going in the same direction, we should go in opposite directions. And they do it, and it's just like, thoop. All right. And then they get a little closer. Thoop. And they get, now they're taking like half collapses and fixing it. And, uh, and like each time. They're just it, trying to fall on purpose so I, that they can get like a shot try, of like. They're trying to the, get some the, drama. Right so break. in the show, they can be like. <coughs> Uh, a gust of wind came up and Jim's chute has collapsed and, and then they play the dun, 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 and, you see his chute and there's cameras and everywhere there's cameras on their face cameras forward cameras like on the top cameras pointing at each other and one of the people doesn't even know that they're doing this and uh, so they go and they like touch wingtips and he was going around for the other pass and all of a sudden he's like where's Stevie <laughs> Stevie's gone Stevie sunk and, uh, you know, but he didn't sink, sink, but he's in the water swimming around or something. Yeah. And uh, then the other oh, they guy. they over the water. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they thought ahead. And the other it's guy. It's actually better than land. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, kind of. And the other guy didn't know, so they got, like, his genuine reaction. Not as bad as quicksand, though. To crashing. That's worse. So the leading killer in paramotoring is water. You'd think it'd be the ground, but uh, it's actually water. That's the most. That's how most yeah. people die. Yeah, that makes sense. Huh. Yeah, it does. I'm, I just yeah, I, I, mean, I hung out with a guy who landed in the water and he, he pointed out a danger I didn't really think of. He had a GoPro on his foot and uh, but it was all tied in with the laces and like really firm and stuff. And he's like, I was able to get myself out of the paramotor, like the straps and stuff in kind of a hurry. But he was being sort of hung upside down by his GoPro. He's like that. That was that was the hardest part of getting free, unhooking his GoPro, and you can imagine how those little lines would wrap all in the nooks and crevices. And yeah, you need yeah. a knife, especially like one of those knives that's like a hook, so yep. that you don't have like a big exposed blade. You've got a thing that you can just grab everything, holding you back, and just yeah. get through it without and with reckless abandon, you know, because you're not going to hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. They they recommend a hook knife to carry. I um, my one of my bigger issues is I don't know where I'd put it. Like I can put a hook knife in my pocket. Oh, and, they make it like a carabiner. So you can just, you could. I would want it fucking right here, so I could fucking. Right. Like you I could use the same thing. Me. Like they have those things in a right there. Like those little tools that you have in your car for when you get yeah. in car accidents, where you can cut the mm -hmm. seatbelt off of you, and break the window or whatever you're supposed to do. They, yeah. you could, they probably have something like that for paramotor, or maybe that works for paramotoring. Who knows? I wanted right? to see. Um, I always said, you know, like, hey, we don't need that. I got my window opener right here. Cause, you know, because we all get, always have a pistol. In the <laughs> right, car. right. And yes. uh, we were discussing it, and they were like, "Do you know how loud a, a firearm is in a car?" And I was like, "You know, I don't. We should find out." And so we <laughs> we got in the car, and and I was like, "Yeah, let's just pretend like we're being submerged." And I went. And just shot the fucking wind. It's so loud. In car. Yeah. So you were that's in a like, jump car of some sort. That's the first thing I was thinking. Is like it if you're so in the middle of loud. a car and, and like you're going down and there's water rising, you can see the bubble and starting to come on, come in through your AC. And you, <laughs> the, the last thing you want to do is be discombobulated and deaf as you try I and wasn't that seize bad. It everybody. Was, it was Dude, more like. Yeah, you'd be in a panic. Oh, we, you know, it was a shock to the system. We, but but we, I wanted to know. I want to say we Archer was kind of out of it for a little bit. Are you suggesting that cartoon isn't realistic? Yes. <laughs> I love he's, that they repeat that. Oh, he's like, it's really bad for your ears. Or like when somebody gets choked unconscious <laughs> and they let him like, sleep. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's really bad for you. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he actually says to like the bad guys, he's always like, but in all seriousness, I'm sorry. 
Like just, that's like the one thing he has empathy for. Is the one thing that affects him because he's a sociopath. <laughs> he, he has an ability to uh, to count bullets, right? Something I like love that. like six people shooting all at the same time, maybe fully auto. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy got three bullets left. <laughs> How do you do that? How do you not do that? Like, didn't, in, really in one episode, at... didn't he be? Didn't he say like, or Lana was like, "How did you know that?" He's like, "I don't know. I think I'm autistic or something." And then he just <laughs> never addresses it again. <laughs> <laughs> I love in that show the continued mystery mm-hmm. of uh, if the new season's out, I don't know because I haven't watched it. But the mystery of like what time era it is because yeah. they never commit to whether it's the 50s and 60s or modern day because they it's jump a, it's around. A, it's an like, amalgam of them all. They made their own timeline because there are cell phones, I'm pretty sure. Um, but then you got like a lot of stuff that feels like Scarface, Miami, sort of like late 70s, early 80s kind of stuff. But yeah. then you got Burt Reynolds in there, uh, you know, and it, there's a lot of like things you can use to try to nail down exactly when it is, and they start conflicting with one another after after yeah. you do it for long enough. So it's they've created their their own timeline. That's just a mixture of all. They of even them. took an amorphous uh, God. What was the actor you just said? I'm sorry, Burt Reynolds. Burt they Reynolds. even took like uh, a weird timeline of of Burt Reynolds, where it was like. That could be him when he's younger, but there's a little bit of gray in the weird Archer yeah. animation style there. How fucking old is he? And how old is Archer's mom? How old are any of these people? Yeah. Like, is Archer 42, a grizzled vet who just wants to do his own thing? Or is he 29? You know? Yeah, like, I, I think the show knows? is supposedly, like, in the 80s or something like that. But, and and that it. Uh, it seems like Archer's mom was around for, like, Cold War stuff. You know, she was, like, doing stuff in... in east and west berlin and stuff like like all kind of covert shit so yeah that's there's, what i've always there's no answer so that's it there there's a um fandom page and uh dude this is so impressive i, I like the quote what year is it right <laughs> like that's how they but um right anyway <laughs> so at one point they say that they mention an alligator that attack that happened two years earlier that alligator attack in real life took place in 89, making the show in 1991. However, you know, they go through this thing, like Woodhouse has a tontine from Bloody April that's now worth a million. He said they invested 1,200 pounds. That would equate to $5,712 in 1917 at assumed 10% interest rates. It'd take 54.19 <laughs> years to become worth a million dollars, placing it in 1971. And it goes on. There's a couple of those. They reference the Danger Zone, which was 1986, et cetera, et cetera. In the end, they say... The bulk of the evidence points to it simultaneously being 1973 and 2016. It's nice. just baffling to me. Like, think about if we took all <coughs> these people and all the folks who find Shia LaBeouf's flag and we get them in the room <laughs> and we just weaponize that autism. I'm not joking. I'm saying <laughs> so we, find, we, we do. We all we do is just very little direction. We just point them in a direction. Just say, hey. There you go. Maybe some pedophiles in Connecticut running a ring. Maybe not. Figure it out. And they'll just, that, that, that autism will take hold and weaponize, <laughs> and it will find the answers we need to find. Think weaponized of how quickly autism. ISIS would be found if everybody in the CIA wasn't just doing their job waiting to go home. If they were like 4chan folks on there, like feverishly <laughs> trying to find it just so they could one-up their fellow agents <laughs> for, for not even imaginary internet points. For nothing. Yeah. For a lull. Like... Uh, 
don't know. I, I just like, Dude, I, I don't, can't does get everyone know the Shia LaBeouf flag oh, thing? So for people who don't know, the Shia LaBeouf had the uh, he will not divide us uh, skit or not skit presentation, whatever that he was going to have going for the full four years. It started out just ground level with a camera in a wall and them standing there yelling, he will not divide us, making everyone uncomfortable, uh, spraying a lot of vinegar, very little honey. It's an anti-Trump thing. Very anti-Trump. And people just kept showing up and they would stand next to Shia LaBeouf and like take off their coat and show like a Pepe shirt, the frog <laughs> meme, or like they just do all stuff like that until Shia LaBeouf moved it and hid the flag somewhere and pointed up a camera so that nobody could see exactly where it was. Yeah, like an upward and angle. You, exactly. you don't see any background, no landmarks. You don't know where it is. And then people were like, oh, he was spotted this afternoon in New Orleans. And they're like, well, let's look at flight paths in and Tennessee. things around there in Tennessee or whatever it was. And they find this fucking flag. Shia LaBeouf, I guarantee, loses it in <laughs> private. Loses it because he's already dangerously mad. And <laughs> then he put the flag on a different building on the top, even more sneaky. D didn't let anybody know. And they found that. Same day, and Same apparently day. Uh, someone went up there on the roof and was, like, posting on 4chan at the same time. Like, what should I do with it? And it was just, like, I don't, it's just so funny knowing that, like, there are people out there that, like, it's just fucking funny that they're yeah. finding Shia LaBeouf's the fact flag. That no they're one's like, being hurt. No one's plane, being hurt. A plane went over this flag at 1216, <laughs> you know, on a Tuesday. Where were flights at 1216? Like, that limits it down. It doesn't cut much down, but, yeah, they... Yeah. These are the kind of pranks I like. Not the catch this backpack that might be a bomb, idiot. You I don't know. know. Like, I kind of like, like that, that too. That's that's a little bit funny. That particular but, <laughs> one, not here. But these ones are better because nobody's being hurt, and it's and everybody can laugh at it. Because even if like you hate Trump more than anything, you, anyone can look at Shia LaBeouf, this maniac that you have to feel sorry for because he used to be uh, even Stevens. And that was a good show as a kid. I liked him in that. And so it is sad to see how far he's gone. But, like, it's just madness. Like, why keep setting yourself up for failure? They're going to keep finding these flags, idiot. Like, you could put it on the moon and what? some... Why not point the camera down? Like, in a well? Like, well, like, <laughs> I, I just pictured in the ground, get an aerial shot of the camera so there's nothing but, like, flag and field. And it just seems like there's really not a lot well, of there would be some sort of well, soil well, see, the analyst. Whole point is that he wants those people? He wants you on camera in front of the flag, like yelling your whatever the fuck anti-Trump stuff. So like, mm -hmm. if he's up there, then you can't really see the people. You know, they're like, yeah, we hate Trump too. Where's no, the camera? am I wrong? I'm thinking you put the camera like, you know, 15 feet up, shining down toward the flag. And then it would get the people too. That you could even get like uh, you know fifty yards around the flag. You honestly could do that, and that makes a lot more sense than what they're doing. If they're trying to make it so you'd, you'd almost have to pick like concrete or some indistinct ground, because there's someone out there who's like, "Hey, I'm a no, geologist, and mm -hmm. this kind of clay only occurs in uh, Southern Virginia. Oh, like, that's Portland so, cement. Recognized like, it right away. Like yeah. Boogie on last week's show, right? He was like, oh, yeah, the dirt is this color, that color. Some, it's red where he is now. Yeah. Um, you know, there are people like I also sometimes see stuff and I'm like, I can't say that's North Carolina. But that's my like, you know, they, just I, I know by the height of the trees, and the look of that dirt, that it's this part of the country. 
and not yeah, anywhere else sure. in the world. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like when, you, when you go down to Florida, it has a very, those trees have a very distinct look. You start seeing like a certain kind of moss that doesn't grow north of a certain level, mm -hmm. uh, you know, level. And you, you start seeing things that are just Florida. Like the land's a lot flatter. It gets, the, the soil's a lot sandier. It seems like there's a lot of pine trees and not as much deciduous stuff down there. Um, but in, then you get to where I am and it's a lot of rolling hills and, and just as many pines as it is deciduous stuff and um, gets more rocky and, and mountainous and the dirt's red. It's that red clay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It was a super good weekend. I, uh, That's good. I'm glad you I'm, had fun. Yeah, I'm really glad I did it. Um, I got a new wing. That's like. Oh, yeah. You, is, is it the gray one? Gray. A new wing? No, it's is green. That, uh, which part is the wing? It? So it's the the fabric part oh, above like me. The canopy part up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it, it's okay to call it a glider or a wing. Most other things are considered wrong. I called it a kite when I was learning because it, kiting it is anyway. That's wrong. Why don't you too. just like scream like I'm on the rag or like whatever you <laughs> call it? Like, <laughs> do, do they have like chirps? In, uh, no, in but I think I could get like, that cooking. <laughs> I think I could start You need that. to talk shit as you're flying over people. What you should yeah. have been doing, you know what? I bet one thing you wish you could go back and do is during the race, tell past Woody, hey, stop circling around for this bitch and hightail it. You're going to conquer <laughs> this race and you're going to have the trophy halfway back home by the time she lands. In terms like, of chirps, like we do radio checks, like, hey, can you hear me? Like, ah, oh, there's something wrong. You sound like a faggot. Yeah. <laughs> that's as much as i do what's the weather like back there <laughs> but uh i have a new wing i'm still getting used to it. I, it's way too early to do a review but like so when you first launch there's something called the inflation where you kind of pull on the risers and it comes above your head right it goes from laying on the ground to above you i thought i was uncommonly good at the inflation part of launching because i pretty much never fuck it up um, now I have a more advanced wing and I realize I think my first wing was uncommonly good at being inflated because I, mm. uh, it took me th three tries to get in the air. But, uh, anyway, I'll get better and I'll learn to use this advanced wing and it'll be fun. I watched a, uh, a movie last night. I watched, uh, that Mark Wahlberg movie, uh, Patriot's Day. It's about the Boston bombing. Oh, um, how is it's it? really good oh. uh it, john goodman is in there skinny john goodman which i which i which is looks really good now he, he looks kind of big and more intimidating and, and less hmm. huge and fat um he looks and he looks healthy like like maybe he'll live another 15 or 20 years i least. hope so he's uh, he's great excellent uh kevin bacon's in there he's some sort of like fbi official like running the running the thing and then mark Wahlberg is like a police sergeant who's who he's like there on the uh the finish line when the bombs go off and he's kind of a part of the story throughout. But they move around from character to character. Um, and if you're really familiar with the Boston bombing, and I am because, like, I, I followed that thing from start to finish really closely. I was listening to the police scanners live um, the night that the MIT officer got shot. And they were, they were running around looking for him. Like, I, you could hear the, the Boston PD talking about coffee runs and, like, where to, where to rendezvous to, like, you know, and like, no, no donuts, just coffee, you know, like stuff like that was coming over the over the uh, the, the airwaves or whatever, the radio. And uh, the movie is excellent. They use a lot of footage from What'd real you life. Uh, I rented it maybe from Amazon or something for like uh, six bucks, something like that. I wasn't sure if it was Netflix. It looks good. Yeah. Oh, it's it's really, really good. Um, the, they use so much real footage that it, I mean, it, you can't get around the gore and uh, the violence of it because they, you know, they show a lot of the victims uh, 
you know, legs blown off. And oh yeah, there's that that picture of uh, Boston bombing where the guys in the wheelchair getting wheeled away and, and the guy's like holding the the his femoral artery or what I, I don't know what a, he's yeah. holding a vein or an artery or something that it was just, where like the guy's leg is like blown off almost yeah. like. Like if you un, you know, the the peelum Twizzlers or whatever. Like if you just like peeled like the bottom inch of like one of the big ones. Like yeah. that's all that it looks like. Like it's almost so. Like you know when you see gore in a movie and it's like that's not what a fucking head would look like if it got crushed or that's not what it would look like if someone's arm get ripped off. If you see this now, you're like, oh shit! Like that kind of is what it looks like if somebody right. gets their leg blown off. It's just little tendrils of flesh dangling down Very above the nasty. bone. It's like I don't know. It's it's really. <clears throat> sobering to be like we are all just soft bags that can be ruined by such easy like even the toughest human on earth we're just a soft bag of brittle bones and so weak so easily broken something along those lines it's called taking fire you guys familiar with it no so it's basically a guy i think he's just born to be a vlogger but um he's in the afghanistan war he's part of the 101st airborne the same as band of brothers but they're in afghanistan and uh he just like wears a GoPro and he's in all these firefights and like terrible stuff happens. Um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not a reenactment or anything. They just, they, they took all this footage and then, um, like put it together to sort of tell a story. So it's edited and it's like kind of professionally done, but the footage is all amateur shot. And like, you know, they run across IEDs two die, one seriously hurt. And you see like, I don't know, the, the, I, the top guy seemed to be a sergeant or something, and he's arguing about whether to drive people out or medevac them out. And um, one thing that really hit home was how mentally damaged the people were. That sounds like a term of disparagement, but it's not meant to be. I, I, like, they're mentally wounded, you know, they, they have unseen wounds. And uh, they were just, you know, not the same people. They talk about the yeah. struggles they have in their marriage. They talk about, like... Uh, these guys i'm not a military person but it appears that they took this base it was pretty well fortified and put it in a valley so for like a year the all these taliban guys would just shoot oh i've seen this yeah is it called taking fire it's i thought there was a i thought part of the title was like the name of the valley they were you're thinking of restrepo maybe i am thinking of restrepo this is a um, this is like five hour long uh like it's a series, it's like a mini series, yeah. and um, dude, Restrepo even seemed a little more polished and. Per- this is just guys like you could see towards the end, um, like some of them get careless and some of them get ultra. Uh, I don't know what the opposite of careless is. Cautious. But, yeah, but in a negative way, almost. You know, Hesitant. like paranoid. Yeah. Like you know, they're driving and there's like women and children with goats and stuff on the road. And he is fucking flipping his lid. Like, get the fuck out. What the fuck are you? Why do you, why do these people think they could be near me at military vehicles, this and that? And other guys are like, whoa, chill, dude. Like you are, you are strung way too tight. Yeah. Those guys have never seen a goat bomb in action. I hear you. Yeah. See, right? Like if someone, if, how do you detonate I would that have, thing? I would, like I'm, I'm so. I could not put it up the detonator. <laughs> this is this is an American goat bomb. Can't reach it. Put it in the top hole. You know? Tyrone, help me! Help me! So, so uh, <laughs> not the other one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I I'm I'm so on a I just naturally I'm on a high level of stress. I okay. Think. Like, I, you just, just wired that way. Stresses me out. 
Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think I'm just wired that way. So I, I, if I superimpose myself into that position, I know a thousand percent that I would be the dude like, what the fuck are you doing with your goats? Get him out of here. Get your fucking goats out of here. I would not want some women and some goats around my fucking vehicle if I were there. Like, 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 I don't know those women. I don't know those goats. All right. You got one minute to get rid of your (laughs) 10 goats. You got 55 seconds to get rid of your nine goats. (laughs) You got 50 seconds to get rid of, oh, they're getting the picture. You know, (laughs) oh, I shot the one full of bombs. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't. It would be freaky because you know that like it's not like the children are maliciously gonna bomb you like but but they will be tr- not the children they're not maliciously doing it like they've been bamboozled and tricked into it and like forced to do children. it in a lot of ways. I, I'm sure they're evil children. There's, I was I was t- talking more like children, like actual young, like five six because they've used like the Taliban, Al Qaeda, ISIS. They use young kids like that unknowingly, being like, "Hey, go talk to soldiers or something," and then they just blow them up like. So you, you got to understand that paranoia. It's totally. It, so there was one guy, his name was Kyle something. And uh, he was in the front of the truck. And part of his responsibilities was to spot IEDs. He didn't. Two people died and he got hurt. They didn't detail his injuries, but I know he had to relearn to walk. And when you see him walk, his gait was off. Like the way he didn't he, learn too well. <laughs> and, and when he, um, at the end, the soldiers met each other and he always hugged with one arm, but I saw him use the other arm. So let's just call it he had limited use, right? Pretty hurt, right? He's yeah. not walking normally, and he has one arm that doesn't work well. Um, dude, first of all, they didn't, like, as you're watching this, you don't know. But uh, afterwards, they went back and, like, looked at the IED carefully. Unspottable. I mean, it was like a fishing line dusted with dirt and stuff. Like, it, 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 was, it was not a thing that you could... Perfect one. Yeah, that was Even my question. Her, was yeah, like, he did not like, do a bad there, job. Was there a big red Acme box over there? <laughs> right, right. And like, like a guy standing with a plunger with, and another guy with his fingers and that guy's ears. <laughs> there was one thing kind of sort of. There are rock slides <laughs> everywhere, right? Rocks, apparently rock slides are mega normal where they are. Well, there was a rock slide next to the IED, so it kind of increased the chances they would drive on it. Maybe a perfect person would have been diligent, or maybe you can't be diligent at every flipping rock slide next to this road. I don't know. But um, it was really messing with his head because two people died, and okay. he held himself super responsible for it. He had the survivor's guilt, and, and um, the other people didn't know that he was suffering like that because he went home. You know, he was too injured. And uh, you saw him learn and get some relief from the knowledge that it, it, you know, he didn't fuck up. And uh, I bet that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Taking fire. Let me. Yeah, yeah. Taking fire. It's deep. I finally got around to watching. um, So we have deep things, I guess. The the first part of Made in America, the O.J. Simpson story. So I I saw Mm. the drama that had, you know, um, actors portraying O.J. and and everybody. But but there's a documentary that that begins um, with like uh, talking about the civil rights movement and they sort of like give you an idea of what the the atmosphere was. Uh, they talk about OJ's sports career, like beginning in college and going all the way up. And they they they're like this guy, you know, they show that you know, this guy's more popular than Muhammad Ali or or any of the other black a- athletes of his day because those guys took hardline stances on race and you know those there was those those runners at the Olympics with the, the the raised fists and stuff and the Black Panthers and the Black Power movement and you had OJ being like I'm not black I'm OJ and uh, and he said that repeatedly and that, that there's one part in the and where they they 
tell a story about a thing that happened. And OJ's in a restaurant with some other black guys, and someone audibly says, that's OJ Simpson over there with those niggers. And, uh, and uh, someone asked OJ, like, doesn't that offend you? Doesn't that, isn't that terrible? And he's like, oh, no. Don't you see? They didn't even think of me as a black person. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they just saw OJ. <laughs> and, and like, like time and time so again, it, time and time again, you, you get don't even that. realize I'm black. <laughs> that's what it was. I swear to God that's what it was. And OJ had that in his head, and it became real. And every step of the way, when they show, anytime he'd get into a little spot of trouble, or anytime he had an opportunity, he got it or got out of it because he's OJ. He's not black. He's not white. He's just OJ. He's a professional he was, he, athlete, yeah. He'd be he orange, play. right? He's, he's OJ. Okay, never mind. Just OJ. Yeah, he's just juice, <laughs> you know? And, and, uh, but anyway, this thing is like three hours long, and it's part one. Part one was three hours long, and it just gets you up into the point where uh, Nicole, Brown, Nicole Brown Simpson divorces him for reals. Um, but they, they go through all of his abuse of her up leading to that mm. and the police reports and you know the, the they've got the cop in the thing he's like yeah i drove up to the gate she runs out in a bra and like sweatpants he's gonna kill me she she hugs me um i tell him you know you're under arrest go inside and get your pants on he gets in his car and leaves <laughs> and leaves and, and and that was the end of it pretty much you know uh huh. they didn't if, if you did that woody he'd been like we got a runner you know yeah yeah had, cars chasing you through a city like they'd have had a SWAT team involved no he the juice left and they're like well he lay. hey he's fast it's hard to catch yeah it's kind of his thing in a single season <laughs> and they had they had lots of moments that that made him seem like such a gracious kind person you know when whenever um he finished up that season with the bills and he had broken the single season rushing record i think uh, like 2000 yards um he bought everybody on the offense a gold bracelet that said we did it, and then the number isn't two thousand; it's three thousand three hundred thirty-six, which is what the team rushed for that year. And and so like like and and like when they go to interview and post game right after he breaks both of these records, um, he's like, no, no, no. Only way I do the interview is if the whole offense comes in with me. And, and like they're like, OJ, you did it, you did it. And he's like, we did it. Let me introduce you to my team. And he's like, he goes through the whole team, and it's like all these moments of him seeing like such a great guy. Hmm. And then you, you boil it down, and it's like, oh yeah, but he just beat the shit out of Nicole, and He's like, great and, and it, PR. It, He'd make a good even, YouTuber. I, I think they even <laughs> nailed, like, I think they even nailed why he was an abuser and why he had that temper. His father was gay. I've never known that before. And they've got like multiple witnesses that explain that his father that is gay. His father is gay. That I don't is think rare. that makes you an abuser. OJ didn't like that very much, and once while they were in Hawaii, a homosexual man. I don't remember if he kissed OJ's son or put it or, or like put his hand around him and, and, and some sort of like, oh, hey, little man kind of way. OJ's son or his dad? OJ's son. This happened to OJ's son okay. while they're in Hawaii. OJ beat the fuck out of Nicole because she let that homosexual get too close to his son. He had a real thing about that. And Nicole asked uh, a, 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 a family friend who was a cop who, who knew about abuse. He's like, do you think that the reason OJ beats me is because his dad is gay? Could that be it? And he's like, I don't know why he you know, like, OJ just loves beating you. He just... Yeah. You know. That's OJ. That's Did OJ. you hear the thing about OJ and the Kardashians and how... He's Chloe so Kardashian's father. So... Really? Oh, is that a thing or did you make that up? That's a thing. Here, here's the one that I know. So... Um, Which one's Chloe? <clears throat> the, the one that looks like a fullback? <laughs> <laughs> the Buffalo Bills barely lost a game in 1970 
by missing a bad pass for a touchdown. That touchdown allowed them to get the first pick in the draft, O.J. Simpson. O.J. stays in Buffalo for a while and meets his wife, and then he allegedly kills her. Then he hires the Kardashians' fire father to be his lawyer. They win the case, and the Kardashians become fam- somewhat famous, and then Kim drops the sex tape and becomes actually famous. It all went down because the Buffalo Bills lost a game. That's not true. He met her in L.A. She was a waitress. Not according to the internet. I <laughs> choose to believe the internet article. Yes. I, she, was a, she was a beach girl. Her whole family lived in L.A. Um, you know, that, that was one of the reasons she stayed with us because O.J. was propping up her whole family. He was, she was, everybody was getting jobs and opportunities because of, because of uh, O.J. Ah, what do we have so here? This is your outfit? A graduate. Yeah. Is there anything special about it, like uh, like ropes any or lace, things that other special people don't have? Not Dangling. Yet. I get my cords Indiges. like right before graduation. All right, so this this is the this is the slacker uniform. She'll be getting her cords and achievements later. All right. Everybody gets one of those. <laughs> yeah, that's the stock <laughs> one. They give one of those to fucking Jimmy and Society and National Speech and Debate Association, which so is another honor society. Three cords. Three honor uh, society. I think that's a little gaudy. Maybe stick with two. He thinks that's yeah, gaudy, I, and you should stick with two. Oh, wow. It is. Nobody <laughs> likes a braggart. You should have told you know? that a couple <laughs> years ago. Uh, do, I, uh, I will, did I, I anyway, tell you guys about the guy that I Very went to middle school with, that instead of getting, uh, that he got a participation trophy? For, for middle school? Did I tell you that? <laughs> uh, so my, one, when I was in middle school, uh, one of my buddies, Joe, I, I knew the whole time in middle school that he was doing shit in school and he didn't care. He didn't give a fuck. And that always baffled me because I, I was so anal about stressing out over that shit, even the stuff that didn't matter in school. And he got we, we went through the whole thing, eighth grade graduation before high school. And you get your little BS, you know, you graduated middle school. Woohoo. The, the <laughs> plaque. And I got mine that said, congratulations on graduating middle school. Woohoo. And right afterward, we were all standing in our little group of friends talking. And Joe came over and was like, hey, <laughs> look what they gave me. And he <laughs> handed it to me. And it was they, they're all in that little booklet, you know, where you open it up and you see your th- your little certificate and he opened his up and it had the exact same font so they still had to get it printed at whatever fucking goes <laughs> they used and it just said thank you for participating in eighth grade at, <laughs> and then his name and it was like oh my god like that is so much meaner than just not letting him walk like making him walk and then giving him that and saying, if you want to start high school next year we'll see you tomorrow and that's our graduates <laughs> for 1994 and now Jimmy, who tried real hard. <laughs> our, our best effort diploma goes to you, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, if they had a best effort one, they wouldn't have given it to him. Like, they would have been like, you know, they don't print uh, try harder next time. They only tr- print thanks for trying. And so that's what we gave you. Don't think we mean it. We don't. You didn't try and you didn't fool us. Like, that, oh, that, was, that was so funny. <laughs> but that's something that's, that, like, I don't know. Did they let that's him go something to, that's what ninth they grade. They let him move along. Did he move on to high school? Yeah, he had to do a an obscene amount of schoolwork that summer, and then ended up like and it was so stupid. Like I was glad that that happened to some people because he was not the only person that happened to that year. Um, I don't know I if believe, I ever told my summer school story. We should save it for PKA. But yeah, save it. Yeah, I went There's to summer good, school. I'll need to think about it. I never <laughs> had to do summer school. Of course not. The, 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 the fucking idiots oh, I, did. I did one. I, I did, did one. Uh, I did one class. Oh. Uh, 
I had I had I'm failed a there. class, and so I had. And Let's I was save like, it. Oh. Yeah. Let's yes, save I it. actually want to it save that. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, mine was. Make a note of that. Mine was so so. Yeah. Of our I'm summer school. I like the instead of it like interrupting or like pinning it. I, I thought that worked well. And then when you're like, yeah, let's not. Kyle took the pin out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I like that too. So let's put a pin in the school stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to try and I didn't. No good summer school stories, but I'll think of a summer camp story or something. Mm-hmm. We'll have a thematic oh, which, episode. Which you smart kids did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely have All space right. camp. Let's right, call guys. it a show. Yeah. Yep. All right. PKN episode 137. Good times.